The Audacity to Podcast is a proud member of the Noodle Mix Network from noodle.mx and is sponsored by me and my company, D. Joseph Design, over at djosephdesign.com. That's where I design stuff like websites, cover art for your podcast. I can design a site and get you set up with hosting so that you are ready to podcast and host your podcast on a website. And it can be really cool design and everything. Check out my portfolio over at djosephdesign.com so you can see how I can help you because you have a message that deserves to look great. So make your next message look or sound great by how you need to design or produce it for you. Welcome to the Audacity to Podcast, episode 15, podcasting without passion, organization, or dialogue. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Audacity to Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Lewis, also known as The Ramen Noodle. I've got that comedy podcast over there at noodle.mx, or you can get directly to it by going to theramennoodle.com. I'd really appreciate it if you would subscribe to that show, and I think you would appreciate it too, because we could all use some more comedy in our day. Oh boy, it is a busy month. This is a pre-recorded episode because I am either still on honeymoon or I am still getting ready and getting back from honeymoon and adjusting to married life. But I'm glad that you could join us. This is the podcast where I give you the guts and teach you the tools to podcast with passion, organization, and dialogue. But what if you don't have all three of those and you want to podcast with maybe only two out of the three? That's why I'm going to talk to you in just a moment. Before I get into that, though, I want to introduce you to our sponsor, GoToMeeting, brought to you by Citrix. If you aren't using a web conferencing tool for the service or the service you use is clunky, you should try GoToMeeting because web conferencing lets people come together globally by allowing you to meet online to present, demonstrate, and collaborate in real time. And GoToMeeting is the best-in-class method for doing that. It can reduce your expenses, reduce the time, like travel and all of that. It has voiceover IP and phone conferencing included with it. My listeners can try GoToMeeting free for 45 days for this special offer you must visit gotomeeting.com slash podcast. That's gotomeeting.com slash podcast for your free 45-day trial. Thank you very much, Citrix, for your support. Now, a new listener, I think her name is pronounced Minnie, emailed in and she says, and she asks this, I'm getting involved into blogging, video blogging, and soon podcasting, but I wonder, what can I talk about passionately and not lose motivation? How do you decide on what to podcast about? Thank you, Minnie, for this question, and I think I found Minnie as a listener on Twitter. She was tweeting something about Audacity and having some questions, so I pointed her here, and hopefully this is helpful to her. So, Many is kind of asking a twofold question. First of all, how do you figure out what to podcast about? 
Well, think about what you're passionate about. When I started my comedy podcast, which I consider my flagship podcast, The Ramen Noodle, it's the first podcast I started, although I struggled to keep it up for a couple of years until more recently, I've been podcasting consistently weekly, and we've got now, we're about to come up on our 50th episode. I think next week at the time of this release will be our 50th episode. I'm excited about that. But I love making people laugh, and I love to laugh myself, and I seem to have a talent for making some people at least laugh, maybe not everyone, but because I'm passionate about that, that's something that I want to podcast about. I have another podcast about critical thinking for the entertained Christian that's called Are You Just Watching? It's about movies and critical thinking for Christians. I'm passionate about my faith. And I really enjoy movies. So I combine those two passions along with Eve Franklin, my co-host, and we podcast about movies and we're passionate about it. The Audacity to Podcast has been in my mind for a while because I've wanted to talk about technology and podcasting and I have some unique opinions. And I found myself often talking back to other podcasters about podcasting and thinking, no, 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 it's not that way. Or there's this other way that you should tell people about and all of this. I finally decided, why don't I make my own show and talk about podcasting and especially audacity and feature audacity? Because I am passionate about using audacity. Get this. I've got over $1,000 in audio equipment. If you can include the computer I'm using in my podcasting and monitor and all of that, then I've got a few thousand dollars in podcasting equipment. My software of choice is still Audacity because it's free. I love it. It does its job really well. There are some great add-ons to it. And I'm passionate about Audacity. Now, did you catch the phrase I used in each of those cases as I talked about my podcasts? Keyword was passion. See, podcasting requires passion, organization, and dialogue. I talked about that in episode one. Check it out at theaudacitypodcast.com slash one. Passion is podcasting about something you're excited about. Organization is having your thoughts together, being a, being a professional-sounding podcaster. That doesn't mean having the best equipment. But being understandable, having your thoughts in an organized manner and having your website in an organized manner, it's that organization. I think it's mandatory for podcasters to have that because there are some podcasters out there that have great quality, great content, but they're just not very organized and I can't stand to listen to them or they have bad speech habits that oh, frustrate me so much. They're not very organized and I don't want to listen. Dialogue is creating community with your podcast by either and creating a separate voice. You're creating dialogue with your listeners. See, podcasting is very different from big media. In podcasting, you can converse much easier with your listeners and build personal friendships with your listeners. There are people who are listeners to my podcast that I feel like are now my friends, even though I have never met them face to face. We're friends on Facebook, which for me, that's a big deal because I only only let friends, actual friends, friends onto Facebook, or we follow each other on Twitter. We're sending each other direct messages. We join each other's live shows, or maybe we've appeared on each other's podcasts. So I have friends in this and connecting with the community creates dialogue. 
Also, asking questions, asking for questions, answering those questions is creating dialogue. And sometimes you need a co-host to help you create dialogue because when I started The Ramen Noodle, it was just me by myself. And I would script my episodes. That was okay. And I think I had some funny content we released within those episodes. But it got so much better when I invited Jeremy on a couple times. And I just realized, man, he and I have this great dynamic because we're good friends. We've got this great dialogue going on here. And the show is so much better for having Jeremy on it. I definitely believe that. If I lost Jeremy as a co-host, the show would really suffer. I'd have to find another co-host to join me because it would really suffer because I just feel like it's not as funny unless we have a dialogue going back and forth. We joke with each other and we point out certain things that the other said and make fun of it. It's just a great time. We enjoy it. And also Eve Franklin and I on Are You Just Watching? We talk about movies and we both are catching different things as we watch the movies and approach them from a critical thinking perspective. So that's passion, organization, and dialogue, the pod of podcasting, because you don't need an iPod to podcast or listen to podcasts. But I do tell people you need pod, P-O-D, passion, organization, and dialogue. Listen more about that in episode one. So I think the first answer to Minnie's question is look for what you're passionate about. If you're truly passionate about something, you won't lose motivation. But what if you are podcasting without passion? Or let's take the whole POD system and consider each of them. What if you're podcasting without them? Well, let's see. Let's remove, for example, passion, which is kind of what Minnie is asking. What if you're podcasting about something you are not passionate about? And as uh, my friend Robert in the chat room, I'm recording this before a live audience of one, as he says in the chat room, without passion, it's just work. And that's true. Is Do you ever feel like sometimes when you go into the office or do your job, you're just, you're not passionate about it, no matter what it is. It could be an awesome thing, but if you're not passionate, it is just work to you. That's a risky situation for you because as soon as something else comes up, you might want to take another job or your employers might not be as interested in keeping you because they see you're not passionate about your do- what you do. It's just work to you. Now, I'm not going to tell you how you should live your life in that sense, but if you're doing something without passion, it really is just work. And if you take the P out of P-O-D, what do you get? Odd. <laughs> and I think that's really true because if you're podcasting without passion, well, it's kind of odd. You'll be boring. People will wonder, why is this guy podcasting if he's not interested, or girl, in what they're saying, if they're not genuinely passionate about this? Now, that's not to say that your passion will always remain the same and as soon as you 
lose any bit of passion that that means you should quit. No, your passion will come and go. In my comedy podcast, The Ramen Noodle, there are times when I or Jeremy just do not feel like being funny. The passion just isn't there. But we work something out. We're able to bounce off of each other. There are times when I'm not as excited to sit down and critically watch a movie. I just want to be amused. I don't want to think. Honestly, there are certain times. But the passion is there in one of us. That's where it helps to have a co-host. And I decided when I launched or relaunched what I could consider as season two of The Ramen Noodle, I relaunched it in November last year and committed that I would podcast weekly unless there was a major holiday or major event, or I had a really good reason not to podcast, which interestingly, getting married and going on a honeymoon is a pretty good reason, but that didn't stop me. Well, I pre-recorded episodes. It did stop me from recording live, but not from pre-recording the episodes. So there are times I knew my passion would probably wane, but I needed to stay committed to it. Think about a marriage. Okay, I'm getting married. There's a lot of passionate feelings right now and emotions. Will that last throughout our entire marriage? No. I I know there are going to be times that we're not going to feel very passionate toward one another. But does that mean we should suddenly jump out because no longer we no longer feel passionate? And I know I'm making a moral issue here, but I think you can understand where I'm going is Just because your passion wanes a little bit doesn't mean it's time to jump out of whatever project you're working on. So find something that you are truly passionate about, not just the latest thing that you think is cool, but something you are truly passionate about. And if you think it is extremely niche, then it might even be better because others who are passionate about that too will find your podcast and you might be the only one out there. I am, as far as I can tell, the only podcaster who podcasts about podcasting. That's so meta. But I feature Audacity. Yeah, all of the other podcasters mention Audacity, but many of them are using Adobe Audition or they're not talking about Audacity. I'm talking about Audacity in every single episode. Now, this episode, because I'm not going to, it's not specifically about Audacity or a tool in Audacity, I'll have an Audacity quick tip for you near the end. If you podcast without passion, it will be very odd, very boring. People aren't going to want to listen to you. Have you ever seen someone that is truly passionate about what they're sharing with you, but you have absolutely no interest in the thing? Maybe you have some kind of developing interest because you hear how passionate they are about it, and passion or enthusiasm is contagious. Enthusiasm breeds enthusiasm. If you want loyal listeners, you have to be passionate. If you are not passionate... Your listeners will not be passionate, so they won't be interested in following you all of the time and getting all of your content. You have to have passion or else it's just plain odd. Now, what if you want to podcast without organization? You're podcasting with passion and you're podcasting with dialogue, but you're not too organized in your thoughts. 
I spent a lot of time as a presentation designer. That is, I designed slides for speakers to use in PowerPoint or Apple Keynote. And it's a very niche market. If you need me to design presentations for you, let me know because it's something I've definitely specialized in and have received many acclaims for my presentation design and templates I've used in multiple platforms. But anyway, presentation of information is almost as important as the information itself. Would you be interested in buying life insurance from a guy who knocks on your door, smells like dead rats, and is wearing rags for clothing, and he's trying to sell you some life insurance? Are you going to want to even invite him in your home? No. The guy is a slob. Why should you trust what he's saying about what his passion is? Now, he might be really passionate and he might have really good conversational skills in order to talk to you about insurance. But if he's not very organized, you're not going to understand him. It's going to be pretty darn crazy listening to this guy who's going all over the map and has no organization to his thoughts whatsoever. For me, there are now so many podcasts out there that I think listeners are getting a little bit pickier on what they listen to because no longer is there only one podcast about Max. There are hundreds of podcasts about Max and OS X and Apple So you can pick and choose between your podcasts. Maybe you don't like the sound of a certain person's voice. Well, so you jump to another podcast. Maybe you find a podcaster who's passionate and they have a great dialogue and a great community, but they are just disorganized in their thoughts. They have no idea what's going on. You will not trust that person. If I didn't come to you with an organization, with an organized plan for what I want to share with you, I would be all over the map, all over the place, just talking and rattling on and on and on. And it would be hard for you to follow and hard for you to gain value from things. Let me illustrate this in a way. I grew up playing with Legos. I loved Legos. I was the youngest of four in my family. And I inherited everyone else's Legos. So I had the most Legos in my family. There were two different ways I could organize my Legos. One, I could separate them out and have a naming system for all of my Legos and put certain pieces in different sections by whatever organization system I wanted. Or two, I could dump everything in a giant box. And I've gone through both as a kid. What happens when you dump everything in a box? It takes a long time to find what you're looking for, to find that one piece. And I would sometimes break pieces while digging through this box and it would be noisy. It would be frustrating. I'd give up or I'd end up trying to just grab a piece that's a different color, just kind of cram it into a spot. I've even thought about breaking pieces before just to make it do what I needed it to do because I couldn't find the piece I needed that I knew I had. A podcast without organization is just like that. It's a pile of stuff that you as the listener have to sort through. Ways that make you sound disorganized or lacking organization 
are, first of all, if you have no idea what you're going to say in your podcast and you just wean it every time, yeah, that can work for extreme professionals who have had a lifetime of doing that, but they're organized in some way even when they're weaning it. The other thing that is bad about, or the other indicator of being disorganized is when you have a lot of verbal crutches. There is a podcaster whose name I won't mention that has some great content. I really like his content. He's obviously passionate about it. But, well, first of all, he has no dialogue. Second, he has no organization. There's no reasonable flow to his thoughts. And when he speaks, every few words is, um, uh, I'm not saying that it's just a, um, uh, like a short, quick one. It's a deliberate one. Um, uh, it drives me insane listening to it because it sounds like he has no idea what he's talking about and doesn't know what's going to be the next word that comes out of his mouth. There are other verbal crutches that people have, such as, you know, that's when I hear from certain other podcasters that use, you know, a whole lot, or some podcasters use certain cliches a whole lot, like at the end of the day, or what it all boils down to, or all of these different things. And I don't want to give this away, but I will be having a very special co-host, a guest come on in a future episode, probably not for another month or so, but a very special guest. And we're going to talk about some of the common verbal mistakes that podcasters make. It's going to be an exciting episode. I am really getting excited about uh, interviewing this person. They've agreed to come on. They're just busy for the next couple months, but it will be awesome. And you're going to see me talking about it when it happens. But without organization, your thoughts are just out there. And people will not get the value from it that they need if you are not organized in how you are speaking and how you are presenting yourself or consider your website. If you are podcasting and you forget the organization of your website, well, you're not going to get listeners or you're not going to keep listeners or it's not going to be very easy for them to find stuff on your site. You might say, go to my site at suchandsuch.com and read the show notes there. Okay, they're listening to your podcast a year later. How do they find the show notes for that? You have to have certain things in place to be organized or else they won't get the value out of it. Now, consider if you are podcasting with passion, with organization, but without dialogue. So that's, you have the P, you have the O, but you don't have the D. Your audience is going to be (laughs) P-O. That's as close as I'll get to that. But seriously, if you have an audience that is sending you emails and you are not responding to those emails, they're going to be upset. 
They might be offended. They might not want to listen anymore because they'll think, oh, that person, he's never listening. He's never responding. He doesn't care about me. He doesn't want a dialogue, a community with me. That dialogue is really important because that's how you connect with people. Right now, you know, I've told you before, I have a list of episodes for 35, and it's probably down to now 30 of the next episodes. And it's a growing list, actually. It grows and shrinks at different times of episodes and topics I want to cover in future episodes. But Minnie sent in this question, and I think it was an excellent question. And so I decided this question is more important than what I wanted to share. So I want to have this dialogue with Minnie by answering her question. I've had some recent other episodes where I have answered questions about things or I have tried to ask questions of the audience. At the time of this release, you'll have already heard my interview with Fred Castaneda from Struggling Entrepreneur, and we had a great conversation. It was great to interview him and he share his passion and how he organizes things and how he maintains a dialogue with his audience and with other people. We had a great conversation, so great that you heard how long it was but i think there was a lot of value there and it was a dialogue with someone else if you are a podcaster who never includes other podcasters never includes audience feedback never includes a co-host you're going to have a po'd audience very similar to big media See, social media has a very important word in there, social. Podcasting is social media. What separates podcasting from big media are two things, really. One is podcasting can come from the little guy. Great, big quality, little bitty living space. It can be the garage podcaster, garage band type of thing where the little guy in his basement, I'm in my basement right now, the little guy in his basement or in his closet can produce a podcast and have hundreds of thousands of listeners. That's an incredible power there. And he also is different from big media from the fact that he probably gets all of those listeners because he cares. He has a connection with his listeners by dialoguing with them, asking them questions, answering their questions, instead of just always giving his answers and ignoring what everyone else says. That's what's amazing about podcasting is that whenever I send a comment to another podcaster, and I definitely recommend send comments, there's this thing, uh, show a podcaster some love, which you can find out more at ronizone.com, where on every Thursday, they recommend send some feedback to a podcaster, leave a review for them or a comment in iTunes. Get that dialogue going. And what's awesome, whenever I send feedback to another podcaster, it has always been included. And you know what that makes me want to do? Keep listening. Because I realize, well, this person really cares. And they read my email. That's awesome. They know who I am. They, they called me by name in their episode. Like I'm calling Minnie by name. And thank you, Minnie, for the email. I really appreciate it and really appreciate that you took the time to send this and give me the opportunity to answer this question, these questions for you. So if you don't have dialogue, your podcast is going to lose its audience. 
Now, speaking of audience, along the same lines of dialogue, notice there is no audience in the requirements for podcasting. People often get hung up on the idea of numbers and how many podcast subscribers they have. My flagship podcast, The Ramen Noodle, has 50 episodes behind it, 50 full episodes, or around 50. Its subscriber base has not grown at all in the last year. Now, that's obviously because there are some things I'm doing wrong that I've changed recently about that that were hindering me from growing my audience. But consider, even if you have an audience of only 12 people, how often do you get the opportunity to speak to 12 people, have their full attention or near full attention, and they be genuinely interested in what you have to say? How often do you get that opportunity in person? Probably not very often, unless you're a big time public speaker and then you are used to it. But even if you only have 12 people subscribing to your podcast, that is 12 people who faithfully get, and we can hope or assume, listen to every episode of your podcast. And that means you have an incredible influence with those 12 people. That's the dialogue that you can have with podcasting and social media that you can't get with big media. So it's not about the numbers of, oh, I have to have a huge audience before I can really podcast passionately. No, you need to podcast passionately before you can have a huge audience. You need to podcast with organization. You need to podcast with dialogue before you can have a huge audience. But even if you have a small audience, your passion should carry you through that. Your organization should mean that you are providing great value and understandable value to your audience. And your dialogue would mean that you are connecting with your audience and creating a community of influence that is far greater than big media, even if it's only 12 people. Okay, after all, Jesus Christ had 12 disciples. So if you've only got 12 subscribers, then you're doing pretty good. But your episodes will be listened to by people who may not necessarily be subscribed. And I've talked about that before in a previous episode when I talked about stats in the podcast. That was episode 10, the audacity to podcast.com. Not 10, I'm sorry, 9. The audacity to podcast.com slash 9 is where you can find that and listen to that episode where I talk more about stats and how to understand stats. Actually, no, it wasn't nine. It was eight. Episode eight. Oh, this is what happens when I pre-record things. I get all mixed up and a little bit disorganized. But episode eight, the audacity to podcast.com slash the number eight. I talked about stats and how to understand your stats and what certain stats may mean. And it's not a numbers thing. It's a passion thing. It's an organization thing. It's a dialogue thing. So if you podcast without passion, that's going to be kind of odd. If you podcast without organization, 
that's going to be pretty disorganized, pretty devalued. PD. I had something once for PD, but you know, I didn't organize myself enough to make notes about it. Maybe you've got something better. And if you podcast without dialogue for very long, your audience is going to get um, PO'd that you are not paying any attention to them and ignoring them and acting so arrogant like you don't need your audience. And so, you know what? You'll probably lose your audience. Can you podcast with all, without one of the three or maybe without two of the three? Yeah, you can. But are you going to podcast successfully that way? I don't think so. You need passion, you need organization, and you need dialogue. And I hope you can detect the passion in my voice when I talk about these things. And I hope that I'm providing you enough organized value. I hope that by answering your questions and getting people and co-hosts and guests on the show and other people that I'm providing enough dialogue for you and creating that community. And you know, someday I could see in maybe a year from now, the need for noodle mix forums, especially with the two other podcasts that I have planned to start. But we'll get to that when we need to. And that'll be an episode sometime when I'll talk about when should you start a forum. Now let's get on to talking about Audacity, just for a really brief moment, because I want to give you a tip for Audacity that will hopefully make recording things easier for you. Oftentimes, you'll find that you are recording audio into Audacity. If you record audio into Audacity or even just editing audio into Audacity, it's hard to tell where your audio is clipping. That is that your audio is getting so loud that it ends up being clipped and it sounds distorted. It can be hard to find that in Audacity so that you can know how to edit it so it's not clipping or how to prevent it or what settings to use, increase, decrease, whatever, so that you don't get that clipping. An easy way to see what is clipping is in Audacity 1.3 beta, which is the version I recommend everyone use, go to the view menu and click show clipping. What this will do is it will show you whenever you exceed the maximum volume within your podcast volume within your podcast and you're clipping your sound is getting distorted because it's too loud, it highlights that section in red. So you can instantly see all the spots where you are too loud or clipping. That way, if it's the result of having over amplified yourself or over compressed yourself or whatever that way you can go back in and look at it and realize that ooh, i need to turn that down so i'm not clipping so much and i'm clipping there and there and there and there and there or maybe you discover it's just one tiny little spot you're clipping but the rest of the audio sounds fine that might be okay it would be best to listen to it and determine how bad it really is but it might not be so bad that you really have to adjust it. So that's in Audacity 1.3 beta. Go to the view menu and put a check mark on show clipping. And that way it will tell you when you are clipping and your audio is distorted. Well, this has been a fun podcast. 
I hope that this has provided a lot of value to you as we've talked about podcasting without passion or organization or dialogue. If you have feedback, send it to feedback at noodle.mx. You can send audio files to that as well. Or call in to 859-353-4332. Show notes for this episode are at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash 15. And you can leave a comment there if you want to and ask questions or respond to something that I've said in this episode. Now that I've given you some of the guts and taught you some of the tools, it's time for you to go podcast with passion, organization, and dialogue. Please check out our other podcasts on the Noodle Mix Network at noodle.mx. Leave us five-star reviews in iTunes. And above all, thank you for listening. Oh, and don't forget to follow me on twitter.com slash the ramen noodle. All right. Thank you for listening, guys. <laughs>